0: There. Welcome to another life transforming sermon with Dr. Dasit Achero. Exodus chapter 7 Exodus chapter 7 from verse 8. The Bible says, are you there? Exodus chapter 7. And verse 8, the Bible says, Then the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying, When Pharaoh speaks to you, saying, Show a miracle for yourselves. You know, people don't really believe in your God. We will want you to prove that your God can perform wonders. Isn't it true? They will tell you, do something. If you do something, I will believe. If something happens, I will believe. So Pharaoh, you know, decided that if I'm going to believe in the God of Moses and Aaron, then they have to perform a miracle. Something that will make me, you know, believe that their God is powerful. Then you shall say to Aaron, take your road and cast it before Pharaoh and let it become a serpent. So Moses and Aaron went into Pharaoh and they did so. It's like what God said is exactly what happened. Because our God is all-knowing. So God prepared them even before they appeared before Pharaoh. Because he knew that that is what Pharaoh is going to ask them to do. So he, he made sure that Moses and Aaron were one step ahead. Isn't that amazing about our God? That he prepares us for what is coming. And i pray that he may prepare us for 2023 may begin to unveil to us the things that he wants us to do and places that he wants us to go the churches that he wants us to start the challenges that we'll face but we will still overcome can i get a louder amen because god is already in 2023 2024 2025 2026 He's the Alpha and the Omega. So nothing catches him by surprise. Amen. May you surprise your Pharaoh in the year 2023. Shout a louder, Amen. Yes, may you surprise him. He will think that he's going to spring a surprise on you, but God has already moved you ahead. You are five steps ahead, 10 steps ahead, 20 steps ahead, 30 steps ahead. Maybe that is my message. I prophesy that I'm 20 steps ahead of my Pharaoh in Jesus' name. So Moses and Aaron went in before Pharaoh, and they did so. So just as the Lord commanded, and Aaron cast down his road before Pharaoh and before his servants, and it became a serpent. Now look at verse 11. But Pharaoh also, he said, oh, you're turning sticks into snakes. Ah, we also, we also do those things. Yeah, we also do those things. But Pharaoh also called the wise men and the sorcerers. So the magicians of Egypt, they also did like manner with their enchantments. You need to understand that the devil also possesses some power. And he can also be spectacular. Yeah, the devil can also demonstrate something supernatural like what we are seeing here. The sorcerers were called, the magicians were called, you know, and they came up with enchantments that produced serpents before Moses and before Aaron. That's why you should never really be moved by miracles. Because sometimes you can be celebrating a miracle that has been Performed by a <laughs> Are we together? Yeah, they will come to your house and do something. And it will really blow your mind away. That's why the Bible says we must test all spirits. Yeah, before you cl- test the spirit, Before you are mesmerized, test the spirit. Is the name of Jesus being invoked? Is God being exalted? Is God being declared? Is God being glorified? Because I don't think they were glorifying God here as they were producing their snakes as well. You understand what I'm saying? So the magicians of Egypt, they also did like manner with enchantments, for every man threw down his road. They copied Moses, threw down their road, and they became serpents. I can see Pharaoh smiling. Say, Moses, do you have another trick? Yeah. You, 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 you converted your stick into a serpent. We have also converted our sticks into serpent. serpents. In fact, now he was trying to show Moses that I can produce many. You, you only produced one. Yeah, I can produce many. These sorcerers were something else. These sorcerers were kind of powerful. Isn't it? Can you imagine somebody turning a stick into a snake. It's not an easy thing. I'm sure they were so deep into this thing that they were able to do it, actually. I'm to say mercy. If you were in that meeting, I think some of you could have moved to the side of the sorcerers. Because Moses has only one serpent. And the sorcerers have how many serpents? More than one, several. I think some of you could have been swayed. Ask your neighbor, are you the one who could have been swayed? Some people could have been swayed. Then what happened? And Pharaoh's heart, because of that, Pharaoh's heart grew hard. And he did not heed to Moses as the Lord had said. I want to speak on the subject. Of course, when you read the whole story, you realize at the end that the serpent of Moses swallowed all these serpents. So if you had moved to the side of the sorcerers, after you see the swallowing, I think you could have moved to the side of Moses, isn't it? Anyway, I want to speak on the subject spiritual strength. Spiritual strength. Say with me, spiritual strength. strength. Say again, spiritual strength. strength. Say loudly, spiritual spiritual strength. Look at verse 19. What happened in verse 19? I just want to read it so that you realize that God is powerful. And the Lord spoke to Moses, say to Aaron, take your road and stretch out your hand over the waters, over the streams, over the rivers, over the ponds, and over all the pools of water that they may become blood. And there shall be blood throughout all the land of Egypt, both in buckets of wood and pitchers of stone. And when you continue to read, it talks about many things that that road was able to accomplish. But as Moses was doing these things, all all these sorcerers were also performing miracles. That's why the heart of this guy became very hard. But take time and read, and you realize at the end of it, Moses was able to defeat all these magicians and sorcerers. Amen. How was Moses able to defeat them? Because of spiritual strength, supernatural strength amazing strength that God had put in his life. Now, as we talk about strength, there is something that I want us to note about strength, which is very, very important. Now, we have strength in the physical, and we have strength in the spiritual. So we have physical strength, But also, we have spiritual strength. Somebody say physical strength and spiritual strength. Say again, physical strength and spiritual strength. Say again, physical strength and spiritual strength. strength. Now, where does physical strength come from? Physical strength comes from different sources. Number one, it comes from bodybuilding exercises. When you lift weights, like Peter, I don't know if he still lifts weights, you build your muscles and you become strong. Isn't it true? As you are lifting weights, what is happening is you are putting pressure on your muscles to grow and as your muscles grow then you are able to lift more heavier weights because muscles grow by exercise when you look at some of these bodybuilders when you look at the entire body all you see is muscles because they have been lifting weights from different angles you know, they have developed their biceps. They have developed their triceps. Do you have triceps? Okay, triceps. <laughs> because you see, your body is a mass of muscles. But because you eat more than you exercise, we don't see the muscles. What do we see? We only see fats. But there are muscles everywhere in your body. That's why you see those guys because of lifting weights, lifting weights. They have muscles all over the place. That's why even their dressing, they try to just cover the vital organs on their bodies so they can expose a lot of muscle. You see muscles on the back. You see muscles on the thigh. You see muscles on their belly. I'm telling you. You see muscles on their hands. You look at the leg. All you see is muscles. The hand. All you see is muscles. I'm telling you. Then you look at the upper chest. Muscles. Then the neck. All you see is muscles. And when they are lifting or when they are stretching, you can see that they are able to expose, you know, their muscles. Those guys are strong. Very, very strong. Because they have grown their muscles. Praise the Lord. Look at your neighbor. Do you see any muscle? What do you see? You only see fats. Lord have mercy. <laughs> Some of you are faking it. There is nothing. So strength comes from bodybuilding. Bodybuilding you know, exercises. I remember when I started lifting weights, there are weights I could not lift, but the more I was lifting weights, the more I was adding, you know, kilos on that, um, on the weights that I was lifting. At the beginning, it was so hard. You do one, you're tired. But I go to a place I could do 10, 20 reps, 30 reps as I keep on adding weight. So when you exercise a lot, you build your muscle. Number two, Physical strength comes from emotional capacity. It comes from emotional capacity. That means you have the ability to manage stress. All of us will face stress. You're not immune from stress. Stress will come, but you need to have the capacity to be able to manage stress when it comes to you. And some people, you can see that they don't have that strength to manage challenges, difficulties, or Stress when it comes their way. There are people when stress comes, I mean they go down. When a challenge comes their way, they go down. When they are faced with a difficulty, they just go down. Inability to deal with stress, anxiety, depression, even mood swings. Weakens your system. It weakens your body. If you don't have the ability to deal with anxiety, to deal with fear, to deal with... With mental strain, it weakens your body because you become a victim of your circumstances. You must have emotional capacity to deal with challenges when they come your way. Praise the Lord. You must stretch your capacity. You must have the ability to deal with challenges or mental strain when it comes your way. I I, I was seeing a, a, um, a, 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 a picture of a guy that a lot of celebrities were posting online and they decided to check why are they really posting this guy. And this guy is a father or was a father and 24 hours before he committed suicide he did a video with his family and they looked happy. 24 hours later he had committed suicide. You know, he was a father, he was a husband. 24 before that, he did a video and he uploaded it on his social media page. How happy he was. He was dancing in the house and the children were passing. 24 hours later, he had committed suicide. Emotional capacity is also very important for you can handle anxiety. You can handle mood swings. Hallelujah, ladies ladies are quiet I say ladies you can handle mood swings yeah you can handle by the way and the mood swings that attack men are even worse (laughs) yeah you you can manage stress when it comes to you it's important because if you don't do that it will weaken you and sometimes it can even kill you number three a good diet I'm still talking about physical strength. I know where I'm going. Physical strength, you need to eat well. Because what you eat will eventually eat you up. Some weaknesses, some frailties, some diseases are caused by what you ingest. For example, if you you smoke cigarettes, you'll have lung cancer. It will just come your way. Or bronchitis. If you drink a lot of alcohol, you'll have alcoholic cirrhosis, which is the destruction of your liver. You know, I had somebody say, why should I die with a healthy liver? (laughs) Thinking of some people is something else, isn't it? So what you eat will destroy you. It will either strengthen your body or it will weaken your body. Amen. If you eat well, you'll be strong. May God bless you so you can eat well. Amen. Amen. So you can eat a balanced diet. It has carbohydrates, it has proteins, it has vitamins, it has uh, minerals, vital minerals, vitamin A, vitamin B, vitamin D, vitamin C, vitamin K, magnesium, all this they can be in your diet in the name of Jesus. May God bless you and increase you that food will not be an issue in your house. In the name of Jesus. Because if you bring a child who has casual call, how do I pray for that child? It's not a demon. It's lack of a balanced diet. Oh, you pray for my child, he has marasmus. There's no demon there. He's poor diet. Talk to me, somebody. God can still heal. But with diet, you don't even need prayer. Talk to me. Are we together? But today I want to talk about spiritual strength, which is very different from physical strength. We need it because we are dealing with spirits which are not visible to our naked eye. 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse 9b, the Bible says, For by strength shall no man prevail. If we are going to prevail in the spirit realm, we will not just rely on physical strength. We need spiritual strength. For by strength, no man shall prevail. So you need supernatural strength. You need strength from above for you to be able to conquer and overcome satanic attacks against your life. Demons are real, as we have seen in that story. Spirits, evil spirits are real. And they drive magicians and drive, you know, sorcerers. They drive witches in the world that we are living in. And that's why we need supernatural strength. Not just physical strength, but supernatural strength for us to be able to overcome them. You know, when I was reading this story, I could see how demons empowered these sorcerers. How demons empowered these magicians to replicate what Moses had already done. To replicate what the rod of Aaron had done by turning into a serpent. And so for us to be able to deal with those spirits, then we need supernatural strength. Look at it and tell them you need supernatural strength. I can never forget I was I think in form 1 or form 2 and there was this guy who was very slender in our school and he was possessed by some demons. And he looked very weak naturally, but When they started, the CU started praying, CU brothers started praying for him. I mean, he acquired strength from I don't know where. And he was just doing this. And guys were falling on the right. Then he does this. Guys were falling on the left. They had to go and look for boys who play rugby to pin him down so that he may be prayed for. So you can see that demons can actually empower somebody and they can have some powers to be able to carry out the devil's plan and will over somebody's life. And that's why we need to have spiritual strength. Amen. And I can prove to you from the Bible, in Acts chapter 19, let's look at the sons of Sceva. And Acts chapter 19, the sons of Sceva were beaten by a man who was full of demons. Acts chapter 19, I want want to show you something. Acts chapter 19, verse 11. Give me verse 11. Now, God worked unusual miracles by the hands of Paul, uh verse 12, so that even handkerchiefs or aprons were brought from his body to the sick and the diseases left them and evil spirits went out of them. Mm -hmm. Paul is being used by God mightily that he even prays for handkerchiefs and people are delivered from the powers of darkness. Then some of the itinerant Jewish exorcists took it upon themselves to call on the name of the Lord Jesus over those who had evil spirits, saying, we exorcise you by the Jesus whom Paul preaches. Then what happened, verse 14? Also, there were seven sons of Sceva, a Jewish chief priest, who did so. And the evil spirit answered and said, Jesus, I know. And Paul, I know, but who are you? Next verse. Then the man, look at that. Are you following me? I'm showing you something. Then the man in whom the evil spirit was leaped on them. Look at the next word. Overpowered them and prevailed against them. So that they fled out of that house naked and wounded. It was a very bad scenario. These are sons of Sceva being, and there were seven. They were overpowered by one person who was under the influence of evil spirits. He overpowered them and he stripped them naked. And they ran out of that house naked. Mercy. And even wounded them, by the way. So they were bleeding and naked. Running, bleeding, and naked. Because of evil spirits. Wow. Can you imagine your neighbor running? Don't look at your neighbor, please. Just look at me. (laughs) Father, I sanctify their minds in the name of Jesus. Number two, the madman of Gadara He was another man who was full of demons and he was full of power and strength. That's what I'm trying to show you, that demons have power. And so you cannot face demons with only physical strength. You need supernatural power. Mark chapter 5 is a long portion of scripture. The man was possessed and he stood in a place where nobody could be able to pass in that place. Mark chapter 5. Then they came to the other side, verse 2. And when he had come out of the boat, this is Jesus, immediately they met him out of the tombs, a man with an unclean spirit, verse 3, who had his dwelling among the tombs, and no one could bind him. Because of demons. No no one could restrain him. So that means this guy had some, 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 some supernatural strength. Yes, he could not be bound, he could not be restrained, and no one could bind him, not even with chains. You bind him with chains, he breaks the chains. Verse 4. Because he had often been bound with shackles and chains, and the chains had been pulled apart by him, and the shackles broken in pieces, neither could anyone tame him. You put him in prison, he comes out. Verse 5. And always night and day, he was in the mountains and in the tombs, crying out and cutting himself with stones. When he saw Jesus from afar, he ran and he fell down and he worshipped him. So, ladies and gentlemen, you cannot approach this walk of salvation depending only on your physical strength. Because we are dealing with spirits that empower people. We are dealing with the world that has some power. And it empowers people. We are dealing with the reality of the spirit world. Which cannot be seen with the naked eye. Yet it is very real. Full of evil spirits and demons. That empower people. And, and if you joke, you will be like the sons of Skiva. You will be overpowered. You will be stripped naked. You will be wounded. And you will run away in shame. May that not be your portion in Jesus' name. Amen. And so we must desire to have what Moses had. We must desire to have what was in the rod of Aaron. That the, the serpent that came out of the rod of iron uh, of was able to swallow up all these serpents that came from the sorcerers and the magicians in Egypt. There must be a difference. Yes, Satan has power, but our God has absolute power. Amen. There must be a difference. There must be a distinction. He will do what he needs to do, but ultimately, we shall be overcomers. Ultimately, may you win over the devil's schemes in the name of Jesus. Look at your neighbor and tell them, I must win against evil spirits. I must overcome the powers of darkness. And so I want us to look at a man in the Bible that I love. His name is Samson. Samson was a recipient of this supernatural strength. And this supernatural strength came about because of the Holy Spirit ...that rested upon him. As we talk about supernatural strength... ...I want you to desire the Holy Spirit... ...that the Holy Spirit may rest upon you. Acts chapter 2, when the Holy Spirit came upon the disciples... ...that's when we start seeing the power of God being manifested... ...in a very mighty way through their lives. The Bible says that the Spirit of God could come upon Samson... ...rest upon him mightily... ...and he was able to do amazing things for God... Tonight, may the Holy Spirit overshadow you. May the Holy Spirit rest upon you. May the Holy Spirit cover you and release supernatural strength for you to overcome the enemy in Jesus' name. So the Holy Spirit imparted supernatural strength in Samson in different ways. Number one, the Holy Spirit imparted supernatural strength in Samson when his life was in danger. The Holy Spirit imparted supernatural strength in the life of Samson, number one, when his life was in danger. I've told you a story about a lion before, so let me repeat again. A story is told by Somebody about two explorers who were on a jungle safari. You know, when suddenly a ferocious lion jumped in front of them. Keep calm, the first explorer whispered. Remember what we read in that book on wild animals. If you stand perfectly still and look at the lion in the eye, he will turn and run. Sure, replied his companions. You've read the book and I've read the book. But has the lion read the book? (laughs) A lion is a scary animal, isn't it? I've been close to a lion, but when when you're close to the lion, you you feel something. Yeah, you feel you feel something. You feel like if you just make a wrong move, you become lunch. You feel a cold chill down your spine when you're close to a lion. In Judges chapter 14, I want to show you something here powerful about Samson and lions, or a lion. So Samson went down, Judges chapter 14, verse 5 to 6. So Samson went down to Timna with his father and mother and came to the vineyards of Timna. Now to his surprise, a young lion. I'll, a young lion, look, even a young one, I don't want it close to me. You know, last week I saw a video, was it this week I saw a video of this guy who had raised up cubs. And they were like teenagers. And he had a visitor who had come to visit him. And he told the visitors, relax. They will not hurt you, they are still young. But the way those teenagers were jumping on him. Uh, I did not like it. Hey, the way they were jumping, in fact, they started even tearing his shirt with the clothes, but he was telling him, relax. They will not eat you. Look, for me, even young ones, I don't want them near me. (laughs) A young lion came roaring against who? Samson. Judges chapter 14. And the spirit of the Lord came mightily upon him. And he tore the lion apart as one will have torn apart a young goat. Though he had nothing in his hands. What empowered Samson was the infusion of supernatural strength. Courtesy of the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit came upon him mightily, the Bible says he tore the lion like a young goat. Yet he did not even have anything in his hands. When his life was in danger, because the the lion was roaring against him. When his life was in danger, he received supernatural strength because of the Holy Spirit. And he was able to To tear this young lion apart. Hallelujah. Sometimes life can be threatening. Sometimes circumstances can be threatening. But look, when you have supernatural strength inside of you, that situation cannot take you out. Can I get an amen in this house? And honestly, you can go to a doctor and he can tell you a very threatening story about your body. Isn't it? You can do some tests and when you go and sit down so that you can talk to the doctor, the doctor doesn't even know where to start from. It can be threatening. You know, he can tell you, I have good news and I have bad news. Which one should I start with? It can be threatening. It can be scary. But when the spirit of God comes upon you, what threatens your life can be turned around. Can I hear an, a louder amen in this house? I prophesy, whatever is threatening your life, may the Holy Ghost release supernatural strength to turn it around in the name of Jesus. Shout a louder amen. May that thing turn into iron goat. You didn't hear what I said. I say, may that thing turn into a young goat. Amen. Now, when you look at a lion, you see something that needs to eat you. But when you look at a goat, you see something that you need to eat. May all the threats against you be turned around by supernatural strength. In the name of Jesus, shout a louder amen in this house. Give Somebody, high five, and tell them he's standing around. 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 It will not sink your life. It will not destroy your family. It will not destroy your health. It will not destroy your business. It will not destroy your life in the name of Jesus. It is turning around in Jesus' name. You will finish this year very strong. You will enter 2023 healthy, prosperous, blessed,
1: strong, happier, fruitful,
0: energetic. Shout aloud, yes. Sit down. It turned into a goat. It turned into a goat. A lion turned into a goat. That's how powerful supernatural strength is. He hmm? told it like you just tear a goat. Young goat. Just tear it. Wow. Number two. The Holy Spirit imparted supernatural strength in Samson when he was outnumbered when he was outnumbered. You know, Samson had fallen in love with a lady. But before he could marry this lady, the lady was taken away and given to his best man. Sometimes the best man can be the best man. (laughs) That's why when you're choosing your best man, make sure you don't choose somebody that is rivaling you. Uh, Praise the Lord. Uh, Choose somebody that you have an age over so that you don't distract your bride. People are quiet, but I'm preaching anyway. So the best man took Samson's bride. And what did Samson do? He was so mad, he decided to channel his anger to the Philistines' fields. And so he went and took 300 foxes. I mean, when I was reading the story of Samson, I just saw supernatural strength. How do you grab 300 foxes? Then you tie them by their tail. Some of you even just catching one chicken. You will run the whole day. (laughs) Samson caught 300 foxes. Tied them by their tail. Man. Lit them. He lit the tails and released them in the Fields of the Philistines. And then he went and attacked all these Philistines. Because it's the Philistines that took his wife and gave his wife or his bride to another man. His best man. He attacked them hip and thigh with a great slaughter. So later on, somebody came and told the Philistines, your fields have been destroyed. And the person responsible is who? Is Samson. So they say, we are coming after Samson. How can he destroy our harvest? We will capture Samson. Hmm. We will get him. This time he has crossed the line. We are coming after him. Judges chapter 15 verse 9. Let's look at what the Bible says here. Judges. Now the Philistines went up and camped in Judah and deployed themselves against Lehi. Verse 10. Why and the men of Judah said, why have you come up against us? So they answered, we have come up to arrest Samson to do to him as he has done to us. We are on a revenge mission because of what Samson has done against our lives. And you see, they are coming to Judah and Judah said, us, we have not done anything wrong because the Philistines also had, in a way, intimidated Judah. And say, we want Samson. And you will see what these guys did. Now, look at verse 11. Then 3,000 men, 3,000 men of Judah went to the cleft of the rock of Edom and said to Samson, Do you know that the Philistines rule over us? Very sad scenario. Why are you provoking people who are ruling over us? These are three thousand men of Judah. They are going to talk to Samson. Samson is somewhere around uh, the cleft of the rock. He's relaxing. Aki Samson. He has caused trouble. Then he goes somewhere else just to relax and take it easy. And three thousand men who are under the, you know, under the grip of fear because they know what is going to happen, and they know that the Philistines are going to revenge. On what Samson did. And they are telling Samson, Do you know these people rule over us? What is this you have done to us? We are finished. You have killed us, Samson. And he said to them, As they did to me, so I have done to them. Don't you love Samson? Wakirusha and Arusha. I just love Samson. Because Samson also was hurting. The girl he loved. You know? And you see, when you study the life of Samson, you realize that from that point, when he didn't get the woman that he really loved, it's like his life went down. Yeah, his life went down. Sometimes when you really don't get the woman you want, if you're not careful... fear women (laughs) so he said I am also revenging because they hurt me they took the love of my life now next verse verse 12 but they say to him we have come down to arrest you that we may deliver you look these are his brothers are his brothers they say look us we are not the ones who started this thing you are the one who started it so for the sake of our peace we want to arrest you Mm -hmm. hand you over whatever they do with you is up to them Hmm. ask your neighbor will you betray me will you hand me over to my enemies we have come down to arrest you that we may deliver you into the hand of the Philistines. Then Samson said to them, swear to me that you will not kill me yourselves. Mm -hmm. Verse 13. So they spoke to him saying, no, but we will tie you securely and deliver you into their hand. But we will surely not kill you. And they bound him with two new ropes and brought him up from the rock. Verse 14. When he came to Lehi, the Philistines were there waiting. Samson is bound with two new ropes. The Philistines came shouting against him. Then, as they were shouting, something happened. The Spirit of the Lord came mightily upon him, and the ropes that were on his arms became like flax that is burned with fire, and his bones broke loose from his hands. Verse 15. He found a fresh jawbone of a donkey, reached out his hand, took it, and killed a thousand men with it. Because of supernatural strength. Look, Samson was, of, was outnumbered yeah 3000 men of Judah have bound him Philistines were on the other end waiting for him so nobody was defending him but when the spirit of the Lord came upon him mightily even though he was outnumbered he came out successfully he came out of that he came out of that conspiracy successfully because of the empowerment of the holy spirit hallelujah You see, when the Spirit of God releases supernatural strength, it doesn't matter how many people have ganged up against you, you will still win. I say you will still win in Jesus' name. Is there anybody here you feel outnumbered? Outmaneuvered? You feel like you have been besieged? There is no way out? I recommend the supernatural strength that can only come from the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit comes mightily upon you, you will come out of that plan of your enemy in the name of Jesus. Shout a louder, amen. Amen. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, your enemy's desire over your life will not be fulfilled because of supernatural strength. Hallelujah. Because when God be for us, if God be for us, rather, who can be against us? You know, sometimes you can feel outnumbered, by the way. Yeah, the boss is against you. Hmm? The messenger who brings tea is against you. The gardener is against you. The watchman is against you. The cleaner is against you. The accountant, the HR manager, who else? The workmates that you are working with are against you. Sometimes even your own family members, your brothers. But when the Holy Ghost steps into that situation, oh, their desire over your life will not be fulfilled. Shout a louder, amen. Amen. Number three. The Holy Spirit imparted supernatural strength in Samson when he was at his weakest point. When he was at his weakest point. No matter how strong you are, at some point, you will face weakness. When he was at his weakest point. Even Jesus was at his weakest point. That's why he prayed until sweat was coming out of his brow like blood. Because the very people who swore to be with him that previous night as they were eating, none of them stood with him. weakest point all of us will face our weakest points in life if you haven't faced it it is coming weakest point where you feel like you have hit rock bottom weakest point samson he's been this guy who's been carrying gates killing a lion Tying foxes by the tail. Killing Philistines by the jaw of an ass or donkey. They tie him with ropes. They become like wax. Strong man. Everybody is afraid of Samson. But one day, he reached his weakest point. How did he begin? He met a woman. Fear women. <laughs> Look, what I'm saying is very serious. Tell your neighbor fear women. I'm telling you. <laughs> Why am I saying that? Because women are very influential. Very influential. Yeah. Women are very influential in so many aspects. Very influential. Yeah. Women will make somebody buy something. That's how powerful women are. Yes. Women will make somebody go to a particular barber shop. That's how powerful women are. Women will make somebody go to a particular restaurant to eat. Yeah. Women will make you buy a car. Oh yes. Yes, women are influential. A lot of things in this world are tailor made for women. Clothes. I mean clothes, shoes, whatever, women. I'm telling you, fear women. It's not easy. And they look like they're everywhere. <laughs> everywhere you turn, you see what? You turn, you see what? You turn, hey, hey. Lord, have mercy. The Lord is helping us. Hallelujah. I say the Lord is helping us. That's why when you're a woman, become a nice, lovely, wonderful Woman, choose to be nice. Hey, it's very quiet here. As I say, choose to be a nice woman, a wonderful woman. Hey, I feel resistance. I bind it in the name of Jesus. When you, what plan do you have? Why are you not saying yes? You're planning to be bad or wicked or something. Be nice be wonderful. Hallelujah. Be nice as a woman. Be wonderful as a woman. Be loving as a woman. Be courteous as a woman. Glory to God. Don't break somebody's marriage. <clears throat> Women, are you in the house? Don't break somebody's marriage. If somebody is taken, just say okay. Yes. It is over. Don't say, but he loves me. <laughs> no. You just say, it is over. It's very quiet, but it's fine. Anyway, he met a woman. The name of the woman was who? Delilah. And from that point, his life went down. So, of course, you know what Delilah did, tricked him, tried to get to know his strength, how strong he is, where he's getting his supernatural strength from, wherever. And you see, Delilah was in the life of Samson to discover the secret, not of his natural strength, but his supernatural strength. She wanted to know, where does this man, get this strength to do these extraordinary things. Don't joke. Don't joke with some women. They are not looking for your money. They are looking for how you make the money. (laughs) Okay, let me just move on because the women are not looking at me nicely. Looking at me like, why don't you talk about men? You are talking about us. Tell a lady next to you, it is your day. (laughs) And so, Samson was captured because of Delilah. And when he was captured, his hair was shaved. Very sad. Because that's where the strength was. Look, all these Philistines, Trained soldiers, Pastor Ransom. People who have been military for years, fought battles for years, could not discover the strength of Samson. It took... Even those guys told her, as we have tried, we don't understand. Please go. Be with him. Study him and know the strength the secret of his strength we shall reward you and she told them this is where his strength is the hair shaved the hair the guy woke up nothing nothing then he called the philistines the same woman that samson was spending time with having a good time same same woman she's the one who called the philistines they came and they took him from that point we don't see delilah again her mission was accomplished mercy lord it's very scary isn't it ask your neighbor for me are you delilah Some of you are not even asking. If you are not asking, maybe you are the one. Ask your neighbor, are you Delilah? And so Samson is there on a treadmill working for the Philistines. They have gorged out his eyes. You know, he's just working on the treadmill. Walking, working, working, working. They are making fun of him. Delilah is not there. She's gone. So that means she never loved him. Yeah, Samson thought that Delilah loves him, that she never loved him. She was after something else. You must be careful with this love thing. Some of you are falling in love with every, everybody. You have to be very careful. Yeah, some people are not in love with you, they're in love with your car or your house or your position. Huh? or your title. The day you lose your title, they are not there. Samson is alone. Oh, these women who were supporting him, they are not there. Because they were in his life for a wrong reason. Then the Bible says his hair began to grow. But nobody noticed that his hair was growing. Nobody noticed that his strength was coming back how merciful our God is. Yeah, he's so merciful that you would think that you have finished somebody. But God says, mm, let me give him a second chance and a third chance, a fourth chance, fifth chance. His hair started growing and they didn't notice. In the story, the lords of the Philistines were in this temple thanking their God, Dagon, having celebrations and their dancing. And then, in the at the height of their frenzied celebrations, I said, "Hey, wh- 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 where where is uh, Samson? Bring Samson so that he can entertain us." And they were there. They were drinking. They were dancing, you know, and making fun. So they brought Samson. All this while, nobody is noticing that his hair is growing. is not, it's like God had just closed their eyes. Because if you knew that the strength of this guy is in his hair, you will keep his hair short. (laughs) You will shave it. In fact, you you will even like employ a a full-time barber to be shaving it every day. But our God is amazing. And so they brought Samson and they brought him before all these guys who were in this temple. And Judges chapter 16 verse 28 you know Samson is there he can hear the noise. People are laughing people are mocking him. And there was a lad who was leading him because he was blind. He told that lad move me to the place where I can feel the pillars of this temple. Look at what the Bible says. The hair began to grow again after it had been shaven. Now the lords of the Philistines gathered together to offer a great sacrifice to Dagon their God and to rejoice. And they said, Our God has delivered into our hands Samson, our enemy. They are not even saying Delilah. He said, Our God. Look at verse 24. When the people saw him, they praised their God. For they said our God has delivered into our hands our enemy, the destroyer of our land and the one who multiplied our dead. (laughs) So it happened when their hearts were merry that they said, call for Samson that he may perform for us. So they called for Samson from the prison and he performed. and they stationed him between the pillars. Verse 26. Then Samson said to the lad who held him by the hand, let me feel the pillars which support the temple so that I can lean on them. It's a very desperate situation. It's a very sad story of somebody who was once a giant. Everybody feared him now he's so weak he can't even see he has to be guided by a young lad to where the pillars are what a sad story of Samson but you see Samson himself also knew the secret of his strength was his hair you understand I wish he made a different prayer because he made a foolish prayer Look at verse 27. Now the temple was full of men and women. All the lords of the Philistines were there. About 3,000 men and women on the roof watching. While Samson is performing. One time I remember there is a pastor who was inviting another pastor to preach. And he called his name and said, we want to invite Apostle so-and-so to come and perform. Not even to preach, to perform. he Lord, have mercy. Verse 28, then Samson called to the Lord saying, oh Lord God, look at this prayer. Remember me. I pray. Then he said what? Strengthen me. Give me something that I lost. Give me the strength that I lost. Supernatural strength that I lost. I pray just this. I wish he said, Lord, just restored me. I've learned my lesson. Look, he said, God just restored it once. So that means if he said, Lord, restored, restore it permanently, God could have answered the prayer. Yeah. Just ret- restore this. Uh, I pray just this once, oh God, that I may with one blow take vengeance on the Philistines for my two Eyes. He's a bitter man. He wants revenge. Yet the anointing that he had, Pastor Ransom, was not for revenge. The anointing that he had was for him to fulfill his purpose and ministry on earth, not for revenge. So if he prayed for restoration, God could have restored his eyes and already his hair was growing. So already he had some strength. He could have survived these incidents. Verse twenty-nine. Oh Lord! And Samson took hold of the two middle pillars which supported the temple, and he pressed himself against them, one on his right and the other on his left. Then verse thirty. And then Samson said, Lem, "Let me die." Very sad prayer. Let me die with the Philistines. And he pushed with all his might. And the temple fell on the Lords and all the people who were in it. So the dead that he killed at his death were more than he had killed in his life. But he still died. Should not have died like this. Should have died a honorable death. There's a day I even told you, if you must die, die properly. Tell your neighbor, if you must die, (laughs) die properly. Died with the enemy. But what are we seeing here? Even at his weakest, God was still willing to strengthen him. Even in your weakest point, God is still willing to strengthen you even when you feel like you can't take it anymore, if you can just turn to God, he will release his strength upon your life. Hallelujah. Receive supernatural strength tonight. I say receive supernatural strength tonight. If you're feeling weak, you're feeling discouraged, you feel like you're on the verge of quitting and giving up, receive supernatural strength tonight. In the name of Jesus. Stand to your feet, I'm done. And lift up your hands to God. May you receive strength. Hallelujah. Receive strength. Receive new strength. Receive supernatural strength. In the name of Jesus. To strengthen you. To empower you. In the name of Jesus. May your hair grow again. May your strength come back again. Even if you feel weak. Even if you feel like quitting. Even if you feel like giving up. May you receive new strength tonight. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and tell God to release his strength. Supernatural strength over your life right now. The strength that was in the road of Aaron. The strength that was in the road of Aaron that was able to turn into a serpent receive supernatural strength tonight in the name of Jesus. Lay us Lord, Even in our weakest point, we receive strength. We receive strength. We receive strength. Oh, yes. Supernatural strength. Supernatural strength. Supernatural strength. Supernatural strength. Supernatural strength. Strength to climb mountains. Strength to overcome challenges. Strength to rise above the vicissitudes of life. We receive it today, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Father, anyone that is feeling weak, may they receive your strength. Anyone that is feeling low, may they receive supernatural strength. Anyone that feels like quitting, Father, I pray that may they receive supernatural strength. Right now, in the name of Jesus. Oh, receive it, receive it, receive it, receive it. Receive it, receive it, in the name of Jesus.
1: my strength strength like no other strength like no other reaches to me you're my strength you are my strength strength like no Receive his strength tonight Strength like no other Be just to me Oh you are my strength, you are my strength Oh yes Strength like Lift your voice, sing, you're my strength, you are my strength, supernatural strength. Strength like no other, strength like no other, reaches to me, reaches to me, one more time, you are my strength, you are my strength, you are my strength. Strength like no other oh, Strength like no other yeah. Reaches to me Just one more time You're my strength, you're my strength You are my strength
0: up your hands. Father, we receive supernatural strength to overcome evil spirits, to overcome devils, to rise above challenges, to overcome our enemies when we are outnumbered. We receive strength even at our weakest point in life in the name of Jesus. We receive strength today supernatural strength the strength that was in Samson, the strength that was in the road of aaron we receive it today may that strength quicken our mortal bodies may that strength quicken our hearts may that strength quicken our minds may we not give up may we not let go may we not throw in the towel may we not die with the philistines we receive new strength in the name of jesus may we not be destroyed with the Philistines may our eyes be open. in the name of Jesus we receive strength Father I release your strength upon your people strengthen every man in this room strengthen every woman in this room strengthen every child in this room strengthen even those who are watching online may they receive supernatural strength in Jesus name we pray Amen. Somebody give God
1: a mighty hand of praise.
0: Thank you for listening to this podcast. You can now get in touch with Dr. Dazu Tecero on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.